Welcome to the Odds Brothers Podcast, coming to you from the Bentley Sportsbook inside the new Southland Casino and Hotel. Follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and Google, and coming soon to YouTube. Today's show is presented by Bentley Online Sportsbook. Download the Bentley Online state-specific sportsbook app today from the Google Play or Apple App Store. Now, here are the hosts of the show, Moneyline Mark. I'm not a smart man. And Point Spread Shane. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got control, Paul. All right, maybe you try that. There you go. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, Odds Brothers Podcast. <laughs> Episode, what are we on, 23 now? Uh, sure. Yeah. I think so. I think it's 23. We're Friday. We're October. Let's try the 14th. And we're coming to you live from the Bentley Sportsbook inside Southland Casino and Hotel, doing recordings around lunchtime every Monday and Friday. If you're in the area, beautiful West Memphis, Arkansas, come on down, check us out, see what's going on. Uh, today, as we normally do, we have your sweet treats and bad beats segment where we. Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! You got that right. I do have it. Yes. Uh, just making sure that that happens. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll let you know of uh, a patron that cashed on a pretty good ticket, and then we'll have uh, one that came oh so close, within one leg or one point or one out or whatever it may have been from cashing pretty big. That's right. Um, Actually, I don't know if this is fair or not, but we'll have our special guest on the high risers <laughs> try to guess what these amounts would have been. Uh, he's got all the technology down there in Miami, so maybe he just pops that in real quick and go, oh, yeah, that would have been $3,238.16. <laughs> what is it? It's right on that amount. So we'll see what goes on there. And then, as always, we'll have your top 25 college football action today, plus a bonus because uh, Mark's such a big Cornhusker fan. That's right. We always got to pick the Cornhusker game, which he always picks a loss for Nebraska, so it'll be interesting if that trend continues. Go Big Red. Yeah. And and then we'll get into our NFL uh, review of last night's game, which was a snoozer again. Yes. uh, Word is Amazon is actually checking to see if the return window for the Thursday night package is still open. I think they want to return that crap. Uh, what what they pay, like $11 billion for it or yeah, something crazy? That's a great plan by the NFL. Oh, my goodness. And then they get field goal games and 12-7 games and just, just older crap. But yeah, that won't take long to go through that. And then, of course, we'll do our pick six uh, against the high risers this week. No average Joe. I think they got a little concerned about uh, being that's here right. today. They, they, couldn't, they couldn't beat two. They need two points yeah. to win against one of us, and they couldn't do it. So they... Must not have shown up a no-call, no-show to the Odds Brothers. Be scared. Don't even show up. <laughs> Give us an opportunity to catch you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let Mark's two points a week scare you. Yeah. You'll at least get $25 in food, it seems like. we've That's uh, right. Got it to go that way. <laughs> All right, but before we get to that, Mark, uh, why don't you tell us about the Bentley promotion, especially when it comes to new accounts on our mobile app. All right, so new accounts on the Bentley app. We have a $250 risk-free first bet. You get up to $250 in free bets if your first bet ends up being a loss. So once you sign up on your account, go to Betley.com or Betley Online on your mobile app on Tennessee and Arkansas. you got to bet at least $25, and the odds have to be minus 250 or greater. Can't be any higher than $250 in a bet. 
And if your first bet that you make is a loser, you will get that back that that bet back in a free bet. So it's not cash, it's a free bet, but you can play it here in Arkansas and in Tennessee. That is great. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't do this if you're in the area, but take advantage of Nick's marketing budget, okay? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so sign up in Arkansas, and especially if you live, you know, within earshot, Forest City, Jonesboro, whatever, just anywhere from an hour out, hop over into that Bass Pro parking lot. You're geofenced inside of Tennessee at that point. Sign up for another account, and guess what? Another 250 hmm. shmoles. That's right. right there. Yeah. So... Take advantage of that offer. It's still there uh, for new accounts, and we're in the midst of football season. NBA coming up here in about four days, I believe. NHL's yep. already kicked off, and uh, college basketball's coming soon in yeah. about three weeks. So you'll see some of the, uh, well, I call the garbage games, the, uh, the warm-up contest between a lot of these bigger schools as they get ready to go in their conference seasons and all these tournaments that happen right around Thanksgiving time until first part of January. And you got the MLB uh, playoffs going on right now, too. All right, well, we spoke of the high-risers before, and today we welcome a special guest, uh, Nicholas, to the show. Hey, Nicholas, how you doing? There he is. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. All right, so go ahead and gloat. <laughs> what are the current weather conditions down there in Miami today? It is 75 and nice and breezy. And <laughs> nice and breezy. <laughs> I don't know if you got a window by there, but somewhere along the line, I know I'll swing that laptop out of the Atlantic Ocean make us all jealous. <laughs> we'll be able to see Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, while we got you on here, let us just tell us a little bit about what you do. What, what is your, your job and your gig? What are you responsible for? So me and four other of my coworkers, we are the people who run the operations behind the back office of the website. We make sure our patrons are all their questions and concerns are answered, and we make sure that the website and the app look great and display the right odds and we come up with some, me and my two other coworkers come up with all the boost, uh, the boosted profit boots, the odds boost, and our job is to enhance uh, user experience, and we just want to have the best sports book app out there. Nice. Good deal. Uh, I know the one thing that we we have this weekend also is a, a profit boost. I think on the on the games this weekend, don't we? Uh, it's a it's that Eagles and Cowboys. Uh, oh, it's the Eagles promo. Cowboys. Yeah, that twenty five dollars oh something or another. I've got it. I've got it ready to go I when we get Eagles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagining an Eagles fan coming up with a boost for the Eagles game, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, now, Nick, who's your favorite football team? Tell everybody who your favorite football team is. I am a, a miserable Miami Dolphin fan. It's been 20 years. I have never seen a, a playoff victory. Been in the playoffs twice. We've been blown out both times. But I believe in us this year. If we can get a healthy starting quarterback, either Teddy Bridgewater or Tua. But we will make the playoffs, and I hopefully we'll see a playoff win. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they they were looking good until uh, all the Tua stuff. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, you guys loaded up on offense, and defense. Now good. they're and now they're they're making Teddy Bridgewater sit, who doesn't have a concussion, because the new NFL protocol has a spotter per se, a doctor that is unaffiliated with the team, and he declared. Teddy to have a concussion, so now he's going to miss another game, and it's going to be pretty brutal. We'll probably fall to three and three, but we should we should get back on the right track once we get a starting quarterback. I will say one thing, man: it is fun to have Tyreek Hill. 
That guy is so damn good. I know. But, hey, not everything's a loss because guess who's coming down there? Kirk Cousins. He just can't help. He can't help himself. He's going to give a game away. I know, but maybe he'll be down there this week. It's not a night game, so he plays pretty normal. Sunday, 1 o'clock, <laughs> he plays normal. If it's prime time, he's the worst quarterback in the league. Well, maybe uh, it'll be 90 degrees. He's used to playing in a dome and up north, so maybe that'll hot. wear him down. Yeah. So you got that going for you. All right. Uh, before we get, what do we got next, Mark? We sweet get treats and the bad beats. Oh, that's we right. We got to do a little sweet treats and bad beats. All right, Nicholas. What you want to do is you want to listen to this. He's going to give you the based amount and the uh, number of legs in that parlay, usually. And then he'll give you the odds of the bets, right? Yeah, but that, first that, we're going to do a little intro because well, you know, we I spent, will, but I spent I'm just a saying, good five minutes on it. Once he gets done going through all of that, what we end up doing at that point is we turn around and we guess, me and you guess what that would have paid or what it did pay, depending on what it is, okay? It's like the okay. price is right, the Bob Barker Showcase Showdown. <laughs> All right, you ready, Do Marcellus? I get a prize if I get it right? Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. You get a congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, ready to roll? I think so. All right, hit it. It is now time for Moneyline. Mark to dig deep into his brain. This is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And give you sweet, sweet treats. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for Johnny? And bad beats. Oh, that didn't pan out. In the world of sports betting. <laughs> All right, Mark. Ooh, doggy. I, I do love that intro. That guy's slapping his ass with the uh, racing program at the end. Like he's riding something home, man. All right, what do you got for us on today's or this week's edition of the Sweet Treats? All right, the Sweet Treats. So both of these happened at, uh, we'll do the Sweet Treats first and name of the Bad Beats. But both of them happened here at Southland at the retail side. A guest bet $750 on a three-leg parlay. All right. Yeah, like he's writing it down. He's getting his math already. I'm getting it. These games were from last Saturday on uh, October 8th. Ticket had Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, in-game, point spread, 7.5. That was a football game? Uh, yep. All right, okay. Seven at minus 110. All right. Old Miss, point spread, at minus 17. Oh, boy. And, and that was at uh, minus right. 110. Okay. And Tulane, money line, at, uh, and, and the odds were at minus 140. Three-teamer, three-legger. So on a seven hundred fifty dollar bet, three legs, seven fifty, a one minus one ten, a minus one ten, and a minus one forty. All right, just so I can't say that I was trying to cheat off Nicholas on the other side by waiting to see what he would guess first, I am going to say the uh, retail price of this bet. Uh, let's go with a seven fifties worth forty five hundred dollars. Forty five hundred dollars. That's my guess, Nicholas. What do you got on your end? I was about to say 4500 I would say, now that you said it, I'll take I'll go over you so I can have a difference. I'll say, say 4750 wow. Okay, I didn't know if you were going to try that Price is Right game where you guessed $1 <laughs> just in case I went over. You'd automatically win the showcase. All right, Mark, the $300 or $750 three-leg parlay yeah, pays you, the following. You guys are very close. $4,685. Ah, look at that. Almost yeah. right between us. We How about good, that? Wow. We did a good job, Nick, but since uh, I went closest without going over, you know the rules. I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The second piece of this is one that came awful close. We'll try to guess what this guy or gal could have could've won, won here, yep. Mark. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. All right. So we have a guess. I bet $1,000 on a four-leg parlay, and these are on Sunday's last Sunday's games. So he, had the, uh, he or she had the ticket on 49ers point spread at minus five and a half. 
and the odds were at minus 115. Okay. And then, uh, for some reason, picked the Cowboys point spread at five and a half, uh, and the odds were at minus 120. Those two are both winners. Then they had Cincinnati point spread at minus three and a half, and the odds were at minus 140. That, too, was a winner. Minus 140? Yep, okay. minus 140. And then there were the Eagles point spread at minus five. Oh, the Eagles. I wonder why you picked this game. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the odds were minus 120. Four-legger, $1,000. What would it have paid? What would so, it should have, could have? I would have said with all these negative numbers here, nobody was doing a, per se, an underdog. I would say that 1000 would have returned, if somebody was right, $7,500. All right, Nick. What I do you it. think? Uh, I would say 1000 for legs. I'd say $11,000. $11,000 versus $7,500. Mark, the actual retail price of this ticket that we did not have to pay because of the Eagles is? $9,772. So yeah, while you were closer, uh, Nick, once again, you were over the amount, therefore I win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but thanks for playing. Normally I don't. Oh, but man. after, uh, what has it been, eight weeks, ten yeah, weeks? Yeah, normally you're horrible been, at this. I am horrible at it. <laughs> All right, so now what we're uh, ready to roll here with the top 25, Mark? I am. It's ready for you. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to go down the, the sheet, Nick, and uh, I'll read the current odds on these games, and you give us uh, a thought on what you think either side, if you have a strong feeling or not, okay? So, the first game up, we got Auburn. This is an old SEC matchup here. They're 3-3 three and three on the year. Did not look good last week against Georgia. Not many do, though. Except Missouri. Uh, they're at Ole, nine, or Ole Miss, number nine in the country now at 6-0. Oh. Ole Miss is 15-point favorites currently right now. The over-under is 54. Mm. What do you think of that one, Nick? So, uh, I've watched our Auburn a little bit. They are very bad, but also not bad at the same time. They've got a good D. Offense is anemic. Um, I think that they're on the last legs of their coach. I think Harrington, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Harrison is going to get fired soon. I think Ole Miss in a blowout fashion to start pushing Harrison over the edge. And I would take the total uh, over on 54. Gotcha. Ole Miss can score a lot of points. Over, and the, uh, he's going to go ahead and say it's blowoutville, Mark. What do you uh, got? I'm going I'm going to go uh, Ole Miss. Uh, you know, they're undefeated. Now there's quite a few undefeated teams still, but someone's got to beat them, and it's not going to be Auburn. It shouldn't be Auburn. Nope. Uh, we've talked about this many, many times, that it doesn't seem like Ole Miss can really blow anybody out. Uh, but this 15 points, I think they can handle at home especially. And I do agree uh, with Nicholas there. That I think that – 54 under is probably going to go over some garbage time late, uh, probably by Auburn that's going to get it just over that amount. So that's where we're going. All of us are on the old Miss bandwagon, so you know what that means. Yes. All right. Winners. Iowa, yeah, winners. <laughs> Iowa State, 3-3 three and three on the year. They're at number 22, Texas. Texas got their quarterback back, the Ewers guy. Uh, they're 4-2. and two. They laid a unbelievable Oz-whooping on the Oklahoma Sooners last week. Over-under is 49-and-a-half here. Uh, just to note real quick, Iowa State hadn't scored at least 14 points now in two straight games at home against uh, Kansas State and at Kansas. So it must be something about the state of Kansas. Iowa State can't score on, Nick. What, what do you like here? Um, so I love Texas. I think Texas 
This is a very good team with Ewers, Ewers as the QB. They're averaging in the 45 drives that he's been a part of. They're averaging 4.7 yards. I'm sorry, 4.7 points per drive. He's incredible. When he would play in Alabama, he made them look like contenders. They smacked Oklahoma. Iowa State's offense is anemic. Nothing, nothing you should be scared of. I would take Texas in another blowout fashion. All right, oh, Mark. Yeah, I'm going Texas as well. Nick's got a bunch of stats. He's got a bunch of stats. He does, and he also likes anemic. <laughs> yeah, I, I did say that. But, but that is, but that is, it, that's perfect. It does though. apply to both of them, though. Yeah, both of those teams they, are very bad. You're all right. Uh, I don't think Iowa State's going to score much at all in here. I think Texas wears them down, wins easily, and I, I actually like the under in that game because uh, I don't know how Iowa State. If Oklahoma can't put a touchdown up on them, I'm not sure how Iowa State's going to be able to. That's just a thought. Speaking of the Kansas. Kansas State, 19 in the country. Uh, they have Nebraska's old quarterback. Or not, sorry, Kansas State does. But Kansas has been better than I expected, even than that loss last week to TCU, because TCU has been pretty damn good. They go to Oklahoma now, and they're underdogs once again. There's just no love for Kansas anywhere in this country. Minus eight. That line actually moved a little further. It's minus nine, Oklahoma. We'll pick it as minus eight, though, Nick. What do you got on the Sooners? Are they just as bad as they no, look? I'm- I'm conflicted. Um, Oklahoma is going to get Dylan Gabriel back, their original starting quarterback. He did not play last week. He is a good player. They can move the ball. Um, Kansas' starting quarterback is also out. He's done for the year. But I, I did like what I saw from the backup. I thought he was great. thought he moved the ball well. I, it seems very public to take Kansas. I, I saw a lot of the bets were on Kansas. But I don't see how Oklahoma has proven that they should be a nine-point favorite in the conference. Uh, they've lost two in a row. I like Kansas to cover, but it seems like a rat line. It seems like mm-hmm. odds makers know more than me, and Oklahoma's <laughs> going to win in a blowout fashion. But I, I, I like Kansas, and I would even sprinkle the money line. Ooh, Ooh alternate wow. line. He likes the money he line. He likes the money what line. Do you, what do you got, Mark? I'm going to go with Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma again. I, they screwed me last time. I, I'll go ahead and get screwed again. Yeah. I, I don't want to win all of them. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look like a genius. Um, this is one I would just leave alone because I could see both sides of the equation happening in here, and I do not, like, you ever look at, somebody just tells you a game, Kansas-Oklahoma, what do you think the spread would be on that one? And I would have missed this by a mile. I wouldn't have thought Oklahoma would be almost double-digit favorites at this point, and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it actually since they smacked uh, Nebraska around. They've looked horrible ever since, so you got to show me. I'll take Kansas, I'll take the points, and I'll take the under here. Because wow. I, I still see some struggling going on uh, offensively on Oklahoma's side, and I was going to count on them to score at least 35 of that 62. Right. I don't know if they can. I'm in the boat by myself on that one. You are. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, you fly first, cra- or first <laughs> class in that boat, by the way. Did you uh, say first crap? First crap. <laughs> All right, Minnesota. They're 4-1 and one on the year. This is actually an, uh, kind of an interesting battle in the Big Ten. They're going to now ranked 24 ranked Illinois 5 and 1. So Minnesota though is still 6 and a half point favorites here on the road at Illinois over under is 39 and a half which is probably typical for a Big 10 game. Nick, what do you like or not like? First of all, I I love the under. I think this is going to be 10 to 7. Both defenses is very good. Minnesota run heavy, Illinois run heavy. So if I had to play anything I for sure play the under. I also like Illinois plus the points. 
I don't think uh, Minnesota should be favored by six points. Um, but I would not sprinkle the money line here. I do think Minnesota is going to win and uh, win ugly. So I would just say Illinois plus plus the points. All right, Marcellus, what yep. do you got? I agree. I'm yep. going with Illinois as well. Yeah, and it's not just because they beat Iowa, right? Nah, I didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Yeah. No. Illinois, um, you know, they almost lost that game. It was a half an elbow that ended up being on the ground between that fumble there when they were trying to salt the game away, and Iowa, I thought, had a touchdown there at the end, and it was going to be tough. But the, the defense looks good uh, on both sides, to your point, so I see the under here. And on a side note, Minnesota on the road – I'm trying to remember the last road game against a ranked team they actually won at, and I, I'm, it's still mystifying to me when that was. It, it was a long time ago, so you got to show me. Illinois and the points all around the board. All right. Best game of the Big Ten slate will be number 10 Penn State at Michigan, number five in the country. Michigan's a touchdown favorite at home, and both teams undefeated here. 52-and-a-half is the over-under. What do you like in this big game there, Nick? I do. Hmm. So... I, th- I like the under, but I do think this is going to also be like 17-17 late, and then there's two touchdowns and the game goes over. So I'm not sure. I would stay away from the total, even though I lean under. I, I would take um, Penn State plus seven. I do think Michigan's good, and I do think both these teams are good. I think seven's a little too much, even though it's at the big house. Um, I do not like Penn State's quarterback. They should start um, the backup. He's very good, a five-star recruit. The quarterback is a six-year senior for Penn State, and he's very prone to mistakes. Um, yeah, I, this would personally be a stay away if I was gambling it, but I, I, if I had to take one, I'll take uh, Penn State plus a seven. Oh, going on Penn State. I'm going to go Michigan. I think they'll do it at home. You think it's more like how, how far up the chain would you be willing to go on the points? Would you be willing to lay 10? I would put 10, but I wouldn't go any higher than 10. Okay, so we know at least where you're thinking on the game. Yeah. Uh, 100% on board with Nick as far as if I was just had $100 in my pocket and can pick a game, I would not pick this one at all because I think the line and the over-under almost exactly uh, is where I think this game's going to end up, actually. Yeah. So um, it makes me a little nervous to go either side, but I will say this. Michigan has been slowly grinding people away, so I would – lay the seven if I had to take it and was hoping that they would end up winning by eight to ten, but I'd have to sweat that out all the way to the end, I have a feeling. So you're taking Penn State? No, I'm going to take Michigan. I'm oh, going okay. to lay it, but right. I'm not going to feel good about it. But at home, it's a different beast in Penn State. Yeah. Uh, to his point, that quarterback is mistake prone, so if you throw one or two, two turnovers in that game, then it probably is a 14 to 17 point win for Michigan. I just don't I don't know. That game is out of all of them, I, I'm just up in the air on. But I'll take the home team in that count. Here's the one that I'm most interested in all day. I'm sure. Number three, Roll Tide, <laughs> Alabama. They're a touchdown favorite on the road at undefeated number six, Tennessee. Over under a 65 points here for this tilt. They expect a lot of offense. Nick, do you? So, so conflicted. Every time I pick against Bama, I get blown out every single time without failure. It's always just explosion. Now, I do think uh, Tennessee's got the best offense in the country. They can move it back. They're getting Mark Tillman back, who I think is a first-round wide receiver. He's a stud. It's in Tennessee. I would take uh, Tennessee plus the points 
and I'd sprinkle the money line, even though Saban always kills me. And I, more likely than not, when I say this now, I've jinxed Tennessee, and Alabama is going to win my six hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Nick's going to play money on both sides and try to get that risk-free bet. All right, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> what do you like, Mark? I'm going with Tennessee. After uh, their last win, uh, I am going to have to go with them until they get beat. I think they do beat Alabama. Now, if the game was at Alabama, then I would be taking Alabama. But since Tennessee's at home, that's who I'm going with. What do you think the only over-under? Uh, oh, Nick, do you think it's a high-scoring affair? I do, I do. I, I, do like the, I do like the over in this one. 65 is a lot of points, but both teams score, and they score fast. Yeah. I, I, I like yeah. this points. Tennessee, it's like they're in a microwave. Their drives are so quick. Holy crap. <laughs> I know. So, exactly, uh, just, Nick, Alabama squeaked one out against Texas. Granted, against a backup quarterback for most of that game. Not very good. I go ahead and take the 17 points at Arkansas. They blow them out. It took late, but they blow them out. Now, Texas A&M I took last week and the points because I just thought Texas A&M was in the middle of being in a panic mode. Like, they bought all those, I mean, NIL deals for all those four- and five-star recruits. They were going to be three and three going into that game. So you're sitting there like Jimbo Fisher, everybody's on the hot seat. Like, you need to be winning games. And sure enough, they almost pulled off the upset at Alabama last week. Now, Tennessee, you haven't had a game like this in a very long time, especially up in Knoxville, so your crowd's going to be crazy. But are you ready for this? That's my only concern. So I'm going to take the seven points because I think it's going to be close. And depending on what that Tennessee money line is, I might put a little side bet hoping that they turn around and just they're ready for it. I just don't know if they are ready for a game like this. This this kind of national <laughs> Big Ten or big uh, top, almost top five game in Knoxville probably hasn't happened since the Peyton Manning era. And the over-under, here's what I think is happening here. Anytime you get two offenses that are expected to score a ton of points, what do they do? You'll see 17-14 half. Oh, so you're going under. I'm, I'm saying it's probably barely under. I think oh. this is a 31-28, 31-26 kind of game, and it just doesn't quite get to like, 65. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Every time you, you, you hear of a shootout in these high-powered offenses, the first quarter ends 3-0. Yeah, <laughs> so. And there's going to be a lot of nerves. Yep. Now tell me this, because I just can't get it. NC State, 5-1. and one. They're up on the road. Now Syracuse all of a sudden is ranked at 5-0. and oh. Uh Syracuse is actually favored here by three. The latest line in some books, uh, including our own Bentley app, has moved up to three and a half. So there's money coming in on the Syracuse side, I guess. Uh, Over-under is 44 now. So that doesn't surprise me. But Syracuse being favored over NC State does. Does it surprise you, Nick? Uh, I am a Miami Hurricanes fan, so I know a lot about the ACC. Uh, Both these teams have really good defense. Both these teams play pretty slow. Both these teams run the ball. NC State will be without their starting quarterback. So I would take, even though they're without their starting quarterback, I would take NC State. I think they win this game outright. I think Syracuse is a little overrated. Um, I would definitely take the under in this game. This game is going to be low scoring. All right, Mark. It's going to be low scoring. I agree with that. I'm gonna, but I'm going to flip it. I'm going to take the Syracuse. You are? I think, yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm taking <laughs> I mean, they're undefeated. Reason, well, so, okay. They're undefeated. What do I say? 
You got to show me, right? You got to show me. Got to beat them, huh? Got to beat them. I'll go ahead and take that field goal and take NC State. (laughs) Syracuse don't get many of these games. The conference they play in is not that good. Uh, NC State itself, I think, has been tested a little more. Even with a backup QB, if you're going to give me points, I'll take that. Number eight, Oklahoma State. They're on the road. This should be the best game of the Big 12 slate. They're at number 13, TCU. TCU can score in bunches, obviously. Uh, Three and a half point favorites is all at home. 68 and a half. Kind of a Madden-like number there for the over-under. What do you like in this game, Nick? I'm conflicted. I saw, I've saw. i seen TCU play a lot. I saw them beat SMU. I saw them beat Oklahoma. I saw them beat Kansas. They're good. Oklahoma State is good. Their defense isn't as good as last year. I do love the over. I think this game is going to be very high scoring. I think the Big Ten in general, I mean the Big 12, is back to high scoring. They had like a year and a half period where the games were going way under. I would take this over. I, I lean Oklahoma State. I'm going to go Oklahoma State because they're a little bit more tested. They were in the Big 12 championship game, even though I think this TCU team is very good. It's going to be a good game. All right, Mark, what do you got? Yeah, this was a tough one. This would be a good game, I think, to watch. Um, everything is telling me to go with TCU, but if I went with Oklahoma, I can go with Oklahoma State. So Oklahoma State. You're going to Oklahoma State taking a three and a half. Yep, yep. That's what got me there, the, the half. The half? Yeah. I, that half on a three or a seven or something like that, especially against what I think are two pretty equally matched teams. Uh, right. TCU, if it was just three, I'd, I'd lean TCU and probably get a push out of it. But I'll take that half point, take Oklahoma State, but I do expect TCU to win the game. And the over, I agree. I think it goes over. I don't know that either. It, it will take a little bit. I think you'll look at the first quarter and wonder if they'll ever even get to ten, but... Then things will open up. They'll figure it out. So short of any weather issues, this game should be a 41-38 kind of game, in my opinion. Something along that line. Right. Vanderbilt. Yeah, they went 3-0. and Now they've lost three straight. And guess what? They're going to lose their fourth straight. They're at number one, Georgia. Uh-huh. Georgia's 38-point favorite here, uh, over under a 58-and-a-half. What about them bow dogs there, Nick? <laughs> feel stupid for saying this on, on TV, uh, on a recording, but I actually <laughs> would take the plus the plus 38 from Vanderbilt. I think they score one or two touchdowns, and I think Georgia takes her foot off the gas in the fourth quarter. I would take Vanderbilt very reluctantly. I think Georgia's very good, but Vanderbilt, their offense isn't that bad. Their defense is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think he hit that one on the head. What do you like, Mark? Well, you know, there's no surprise. I'm going Georgia. The lay down that 38. You want me to tell you why again? Uh, Because you got to show me. And they're number one. And they're number. Oh, yeah, they regained their number one. Yeah. Ain't that funny? You barely beat Missouri, go down to number three. That's right. You lay a dump truck on Auburn. That's right. And somehow Alabama just gets escaped from A&M. The next thing you know, you swap them around again. Go dump truck. Georgia's good. But I, I agree. Vanderbilt can score some points. So, one, I would take... Vanderbilt plus 38, and I think they get beat by 35. <laughs> so you sweat it out. Exactly. Anyway, I think it's You're going to be sweating that one out all day. I think it's 45 to 10-ish or something along that line, and I would hedge a little on the over, thinking that Georgia's going to put the whoop down early, and then Vanderbilt's going to get a couple of complimentary see-you-on-the-road touchdowns at the end. But I wouldn't feel good about the over either. Uh, speaking of something weird here, oh, I, I had to double-check this. James yeah. Madison is ranked. 
I, I when I typed this in, I about fell asleep. I'm like, what? Five and zero. Oh, they're on the road against Georgia Southern, who's three and three on the year. Uh, James Madison is favored by ten and a half. That line has gone up to eleven and a half since uh, we decided to post this. Uh, over under a sixty-seven. Nick, couple of teams probably nobody knows about here, but where, where would you lean? Except me. Except you. That's right. James Madison. James Madison came back down 20-3 to to App State and won the game outright. They play really fast. Good team. Now, I am actually going to take Georgia Southern in a letdown spot for their first. James Madison is an FCS school, and they're ranked. I think they're, they're going to you know, be feeling themselves a little bit. I would take the plus 10.5, whatever line you can get it. I think I, so the latest I saw in some books, you're getting 12. And I would sprinkle the money line. I think the value is too good. It's a good number. Don't, don't get me wrong, James Madison can come out and blow these guys out, but in terms of value betting, I like Georgia Southern plus the points and maybe a little money line sprinkle. Do you think that 67 is too high, or you think both of them can combine to blow that out the door there? No, both these defenses are not good. The 67, I, I like. I, I love how you said the Michigan State. I think that the 67 is just right, and I think I would stay away from the total because it's going to be inside of three points the total. Okay. Mark? Mm. Uh, you know, I, I pains me to even say this because I don't even know who who the heck James Madison is. But uh, I think he signed the Declaration of Independence. Or something. They're they're going they're oh, five and zero, oh, so we'll go ahead and take them uh, reluctantly. Uh, uh, reluctantly, you're not uh, show me right? Is that how you're picking it? Yeah, <laughs> no, you got to show me. They're undefeated. Because when I was like I said, I was typing in and going, what? Uh, who who's this? Someone made a typo. I wonder if his daughter's Dolly Madison. Mm, yeah. I like the snack cakes. really good snack cakes, yeah. <laughs> um, ten and a half. You know what? It's a lot. It is a lot on the road, usually. Uh, Georgia Southern probably don't get to play many ranked teams unless they're named Georgia or Alabama or they're somebody's homecoming game. <laughs> but I'm, you know what? James Madison, James Madison has been running hot, so I'll go ahead and reluctantly lay that ten and a half. That's right. Come over to the dark side. Yeah, and then I'll probably forget to look the score up, and you'll remind me on Monday. Oh, uh, I'll remind you Monday. My favorite, well, my second favorite team on the slate here is uh, Clemson. They're three and a half uh, road favorites there against Florida State. Mm. Over-under is 51 on that game, Nick. What do you got? I just want to preface that I absolutely hate Florida State. I'm a Miami Hurricane double graduate. Florida State is my <laughs> least favorite team <laughs> in the whole world. So this is a hate pick. Huh? But I think, I think... They win this game outright. I think they played a lot of teams close. They played way good. They played. They should have beat NC State. It's a pretty bad penalty call that cost them the game. Um, I think it's going to be rocking at Doe Campbell. I've been there on a night game, ranked team. It's going to be really loud, 80,000 strong. I take Florida State plus three and a half and the money line. It, this is probably my favorite pick of the week. Much as I hate it, I hate Florida State. But i got to be honest as a gambler and – think they win this game outright. Wow. Do you think they'll score some points? Do you think this will be a low-scoring affair? I think it'll be like uh, the over-under is a good, is a good number. I, I'd probably take the under. I think it's like 23-20. Okay. All right. Mark. Uh, you know, I'm going with Clemson. And I once think, again, is that the show me again? It is the show me, but I also think they're trying to get back uh, the number one. So you think they're dedicated here, huh? Yep, I do. Well, it surely isn't one of those uh, sleepers. It's not like they could be looking ahead here. Uh, but I'll tell you that this is not Trevor Lawrence's Clemson team. Um, 
they're good, but they're not real good, in my opinion. And I liked them all year against some of the teams they've been playing. But Florida State is different. This is their chance to kind of show everybody on a national stage at night. And I agree with Nick as far as I can see Clemson maybe eking this out at the end. But I love that three and a half. So I'm not as giddy as saying I'm going to take Florida State money line. But give me three and a half points. Clemson could still eke this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see a way where Florida State just goes ahead and takes one of these at home um, and, and knocks them out. Yeah. I, I don't know if Clemson can cover enough ground with some of these teams that are winning. This is kind of a national championship elimination game for Clemson, in my yep. opinion. Absolutely. You can't lose this one, I don't think, and, and still make up the ground at the end. Right. All right, Mississippi State, uh, the team that I cannot believe still. Now they're 5-1. and one. I couldn't believe when they were 1-1 one and 2-1 one and 3-1. and, one and, three and one. Uh, their seven-point favorites is where they opened, I guess, right? They go to Kentucky. Kentucky, uh, well, they, they crapped the bed against South Carolina last week, which totally shocked me here, Nick. Uh, Kentucky, I thought, was pretty good. It knocked them out of the rankings even. Where are you staying with the uh, Wildcats and the Bulldogs? Um, I, I actually like Kentucky. Uh, I, I heard from one of the beat writers, not personally, I just read it on Twitter, that Levis is going to lean to play. If he if he plays, they, should, they would have been favored in this game. I do like Mississippi State's offense. I think they're good. I would take the plus four. I would not take the money line. I would take the plus four, though, with Kentucky. All right, yeah, and we looked it up. That's where the, the points are now, right? Yeah, yeah. So four? Yeah, four, yeah. Is that what we want to use then? We'll use yeah, the we'll four. Yeah, we'll use four, yeah. All right, so in this case, who do you like? Uh, I'm, I'm going with Mississippi. Mississippi State. All right. I, you know, I don't – They're just, just because they're ranked – just because they're ranked? Yeah, that's it. Well, Kentucky was ranked last week. It's yeah. hard to believe they were 13th and they knocked completely out of the top 25. I think this is a wake-up call for Kentucky. I will take the four points, but I would not be shocked if it was me. I'm going to put some money line action on Kentucky. I think Ooh. it's a little bit of a rebound at home after getting what I would consider a bit embarrassed last week. Not only did they lose to South Carolina, it wasn't even close. So, I'm I mean, gonna, in my opinion. I'm going to need to see that bet when you make it. All right. I'll take a screenshot of it. All right, USC, 6-0. and They're seventh ranked in the country. They're on the road to number 20, Utah. So, in my opinion, this is the, uh, the first real test for USC this year. Utah's three and a half. There's that dang half a point favorite thing again. Uh, they're four and two. The over-under is 65 here, Nick. What do you like on this uh, little Pac-12 battle? I definitely like the over. Um, Utah's a really tough place to play. I think USC's good. But they went to Oregon State, and they barely eked out. Utah's got nothing to play for left. They lost to Florida. They lost to UCLA last week. So their national title, because remember, this team was a sneaky playoff team. Everybody was saying that to start the year. My, This is a personal stay away because it's so it's such a tight game. I, My heart says USC, but my brain says Utah. So I, I guess I'm going to go Utah. Utah. <laughs> As Mark says, do not bet with your heart. Oh, no, bet you can't. Only if you're here at the book. Bet yeah. with your heart. Betting with your heart is good for the retail and sportsbook That's companies. Right. Betting with your head is usually not so good. <laughs> what I, do you like? I'm going USC. I think uh, Utah, I don't think USC is going to be pushed on this game whatsoever. Really? No. So I USC think, money line. You yeah. don't even need no stinky points. That's right. That's what I would do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to pick USC because I've been picking them all year. Um, not that they're the, the sneaky play by any stretch, but I think the talent on that team is better than the talent that either team that beat Utah had. 
Utah's going to play a spirited game, but if you're going to give me points in USC, I'll take them. Three and a half in USC. All right. And I do like the over, too. I think it's up and down all day. Oh, here you go. Number 35 in the country, which I think is too high. Are you sure that's right? I, I, I unfortunately did look it up, and it is correct. I think the people that did the rankings uh, forgot the one in front of it. Yeah. Uh, number 135th ranked Nebraska Cornhuskers are on the road against number 34 ranked Purdue. <laughs> uh, we always do this because Mark loves the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah. Uh, all the fans really love them. Yes. 14-point favorites. So they're two touchdown underdogs here. 58 and a half on the uh, over-under there, Nick. What do you like? Huh. Um, I think uh, Nebraska covers this game. I think they can't stop the run. Purdue doesn't run the ball very well. So I think uh, Nebraska uh, and the under, I'll, I'll take Nebraska plus 14. I like I like the corners. They've been better since they fired uh, Scott Frost. And, and the defensive coordinator, by the way, too. Yeah, so they're both out there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Mark, what do you – well, should I even ask? <laughs> Not just because uh, I think I think uh, Nick makes a strong point, but I don't think this is the game that Nebraska uh, goes above 500. Uh, 14, yeah, the, that's a lot of points for Purdue, but uh, I'm going with Purdue. You're going with Purdue. It's at Purdue. Yes. That's why they win, and they're playing Nebraska. The lines come down a little bit, but so those uh, it's 13 and a half, so not by much. Indicates a, a slight favor that Nebraska, they think they can stay within that spread there. Hang on a second. I think I got something for you. Do you? Oh, there oh, it is. Oh, there you go. Yeah, of course, <laughs> he's got to do the dookie emoji next to the Nebraska name. All right. Uh, I'm going to do the, I'm going to go ahead and lay the points uh, because I think Purdue just covers that or at least pushes. I think that's where that game ends up. What? All right. We ready? What are we ready for? We ready for some NFL? We ready for some football? Yeah, it's right there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, real quick. Uh, it's been a while, but Monday night's game, the Raiders and the Chiefs, just real quick, Chiefs end up winning a barely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were down 17 nothing early, come back and rallied. Uh, of course, they did not cover that seven-point spread. They were favored by over under, what was it, 29 or 28 to 29, something like that. I'm trying to remember the final score. 29-30. That's right. right. Oh, it's right there's, there. There's a graphic. Yeah. There is a graphic. There's a graphic. 29-30. <laughs> so that 59, the over-under was 51. It went over. Any uh, any thoughts on what you saw with the Raiders and the Chiefs on Monday night, Nick? Uh, I loved it. Uh, it was a great game. I love I loved the AFC West. They, they played good football. It's a bunch of high-scoring teams and aggressive teams. Um, I thought the Raiders uh, are one of the best one-in-four teams you'll ever see. I think they're good. They've played a tough schedule. I, uh, I, I, I thought the. I don't know if you guys saw when they called a holding on a field goal on the Raiders. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes. That might have been the worst call I've ever seen in NFL, in the NFL history. I've never seen a holding call on a field goal. The guy was standing, so it cost the Raiders a game, and ended up three turn three points turned into seven. Brutal call. And then uh, there wasn't there another brutal call in this game where they had a uh, roughing the passer on Patrick Mahomes. It was just ridiculous. Then they no, they had a rubbing the passer on Derek Carr. Derek Carr, okay. And yeah. it took away, they took away a fumble. Yeah. But that rule is just terrible, honestly. Yeah. Now they need rumor to find is, a way to it. Defenders can't do anything about it. No, I know the rumor was all the uh, owners met and discussed this rule uh, in nauseum. Now I haven't seen anything come out to say they're going to call it any different, but I bet you, even behind the scenes, they're going to tell some of these uh, referees like, "Hey, listen in your headphones." 
Yeah. Because if you throw a flag and it looks like total crap and BS, we're going to buzz you, and then you're going to pick it up and say, upon further review or whatever, further discussion, uh, no, no roughing the passer. Yeah. Tom Brady got one, too, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> just because he's Tom Brady, for crying out loud. And that cost the, – the, 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 the Falcons would have gotten the ball back with a chance to win. It was ter- it was a terrible call. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. So. Well, on that game, neither one of us won. You'll see no heads there. Yeah, so no heads there. We, well, we both took the Chiefs. We took the Chiefs with the spread. And yeah, when you're yeah. a 17-point in the hole, I knew I was in trouble to begin with. But yeah, they scored that touchdown. I thought, well, here we go. Then the Raiders are going to throw a pick or have some sort of turnover, and Kansas is going to capitalize on that and do it again. And uh, I cover, but I never had a chance there uh, with that seven points thanks to the early one. Now, <laughs> going from a great game to uh, do you have that dookie emoji? Yeah, it's right there next to it. See it? No, it's that's right my head. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. But anyway. Yeah, here, hang on a second. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Washington Commanders uh, in a thrilling 12-7 to victory over mm-hmm. the Chicago Bears. Uh, now, obviously, the under was sailing under there at 39.5. Uh, Washington was a slight favorite anywhere around a point, give or take. Nick, any thoughts on that uh, stellar game last night? First of all, um, for all my patrons out there, in the NFL, if you see an under at 38, don't even bother taking the over. That, that means the game is going to be inside of 19 points. 38 is your number to automatically take an under. Take unders, take unders, take unders. <laughs> um, that game was putrid. Um, it's the second Monday night, or Thursday night game in a row where you want to turn off the TV. It was as bad as bad a display of football as I've ever seen. It was only somehow better than the Colts-Broncos game, which I was actually, I've never been in my life upset about a game going into overtime, and I was uh, last Thursday. Oh, man. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I did take the commanders with the points. Mm. Um, and I thought I was going to get bounced because I really honestly thought that that was an initial touchdown at the end to uh, Mooney. And I didn't see that he bobbled at first. So the, the end of the game was pretty exciting. Mm. Uh, stopped at the half-yard line after everything was said and done or whatever it was. But I actually thought they found a way to lose yet again. Uh, kickoff, I fell asleep. Uh, and I didn't oh, miss did anything. You? So as I'm sitting there, I'm like, uh, you know that, uh, and you know when I, I spelled the commanders correctly this week, just to give them their props for winning, <laughs> but they still get the dookie emoji. All right, well, uh, let's go on to the games this week. Now, Nick, uh, I got some thing that popped up on my screen that said we have five minutes left on this call. So if something happens, we'll have to try to reconnect real quick with you. Real, <laughs> I didn't know there was a, a limit to Microsoft Teams meeting, but okay. You guys are trying to kick me out. That's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. You know, we heard some of these picks, and thought we got to get this guy out. There yeah, I'm embarrassing you guys, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the 49ers, they're your first team. Uh, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road with the Falcons here, the over-under 44-and-a-half. What do you like there, Nick? I like the Niners. Um, it is an early kick for them. It is pretty far travel for the Niners. But um, – Falcons run the ball more than any team in the league. I think the Niners have a great defense. I think they'll nullify that. I think they'll smother Mariota. I think 49ers cruise. I'll take the 49ers. And I'll take uh, I'll take the over, 42. It's a little low. Unders are hitting at, or 45 and a half, sorry. Unders are hitting at a 63% clip right now in the NFL. Yikes, and that's not oh. usually the case at this case, uh, stage in the NFL season. Usually the overs are coming in pretty decent. 
What do you like, Mark? Well, I'm going to stick with the Falcons on this one, only because the Falcons are still undefeated against a point spread. And so they yeah. got to beat them. So I'm going, I'm going to get those five and a half. 49ers look like that team that was about midpoint of last season going into the playoffs. They're looking strong just about every phase. I'll go ahead and lay the five and a half and take the 49ers this time. It's, it'll be a close game, but uh, I'm still trying to figure out how Atlanta's going to score against 49ers. Patriots, they're two and three on the road against the Browns. Uh, two and a half points favorite. It's down now, but we'll use three for the sake of this argument. Over under 42 and a half. What do you like, Nick? This is my pick of the week. Oh, Uh-oh, hang all on. across the NFL slate. Spoiler I'm alert. A massive Dolphins fan. <laughs> Granted, take it for what it is. I will take the Patriots plus the points and the money line. I think Bailey Zappi is better than Mac Jones. He was a good quarterback at Western Kentucky. And the Browns just gave almost 200 yards rushing to the Chargers. The Patriots are going to be a run-happy team today. The Browns' two only wins is a last-second field goal in Carolina, and we now know how bad Carolina is. And a um, a mediocre win on Thursday night against a very bad Pittsburgh Steelers team. I think this Brown is completely overvalued. Jacoby Brett Brissett was the backup quarterback for the Dolphins last year. I don't think he's particularly very good. I like the Patriots here, even though I hate them. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Mark? I'm going Patriots as well. Just not a Browns fan, so going with Patriots to cover. Yeah, after last week, I'm not either. Uh, Patriots play fundamental sound football. The Browns tend not to, especially late in games. So if you're going to give me points on top of that, I'll take them all day long. A field goal to boot, I like the New England Patriots to at least cover or stay within that if something, like, unexpectedly happens here and the Browns sneak this out. Uh, Packers, talk about teams that ain't playing well. They're touchdown favorites at home against the Jets, who have been looking better lately under, um, oh, not... Mr. Wilson, what's his uh, what's quarterback's name? Help me, Zach. Mm. Under Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. So, who do you like there? You're giving a touchdown if you like those Packers. You like those cheeseheads? So, I like the Packers in a bounce-back spot, even though I don't think the Packers are particularly good enough to be a seven-point favorite right now. But uh, Lambeau Field's a tough place to play. I don't think the Jets are that good. They beat a pretty beat-up Miami Dolphins team. I was at that game. Um, I, I take the Packers here. All right, Mark. I think they win by 10 or 13 points. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm going Packers. Lambeau Field is a tough place to play. And uh, I think uh, the old man, Mr. Rogers, has uh, – hey, that's actually pretty good. It's Mr. in his Rogers. neighborhood. Yeah, it's in his neighborhood. That's <laughs> all, yeah, that's great. Uh, I think he's got something to prove. He's going to come out and play like he should. I think they win. Packers win, but not much more than that seven. Really? Uh, Jets have been playing better football, but they're not fundamentally sound like the Patriots. Um I wouldn't even say they're as good defensively, obviously, as the Giants, even though I think the Giants' record's a bit of a fraud here. Uh, uh, so Packers win, but it ain't gonna, I don't think it's going to be any kind of blowout. I think they're going to struggle to get to 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there to win. Huh. Real quick, before we move on, I like the under in that Browns-New England. 42 and a half. I don't see how any one of them get to 20, personally. Uh-huh. But I, I like that one, too. I'm sorry I missed that. That's oh, a that's great right. pick. Uh, Jaguars, 2 and 3. They're at the Colts. Colts are a two-point favorite at home. 42 is the over-under there, Nick. Now, you know, Jacksonville and Indy played a couple of weeks ago. It didn't work out well for the Colts. What about this time? So, going into that game, we two, the, the Colts had lost seven straight games outright in Jacksonville. Um, I think they smashed them here. I don't think Jacksonville's very good. I think we, got, I think we all got overhyped. Um, 
to that week two win. Now we know that the Colts are good. Colts beat Kansas City at home. Very tough place to play. I think the Colts, this is a little under. I'd probably have this minus five and a half if I was making the line. I'd take the Colts. Oh, All right, yeah. what do you got, Mark? I'm going Colts as well, but I'll I'll just keep it at the two, at the minus two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Colts too because uh, at home they're a different ball game against Jacksonville. It's just for some reason, the Colts at Jacksonville, they just they just blow up. But at home, the Colts usually take care of the Jaguars. So two ain't much to lay down. I'm gonna go ahead and lay the two. All right, Homer pick alert. Minnesota Vikings four and one. Oh well, yeah, they're a field goal favorite at the Dolphins. I guess the Dolphins will have their third string quarterback once again start this week. Uh, over under forty five and a half, Nick. Uh, since you've got the intel on the Dolphins, tell us how this is going to go. Um, our defense is banged up. I would definitely take the over. That is my pick of the, of, of this game. The over should should cruise. I think Minnesota will move the ball. I think Minnesota probably scores thirty points. Jets a bad Jets offense scored thirty three on us or almost forty. Um, man, it kills me because I want to take the Dolphins every single week. Take them. But I, I I personally would stay away. But as a neutral gambler, I don't see how you can't take Minnesota here. Miami's, it's going to be loud. It's coming off a two-game losing streak. It's going to be desperate. It's going to be hot. But it's so hard in the NFL to win with your third-string quarterback. It's just not how it's designed. No, especially when you don't really have that big of a run game, in my opinion, uh, to lean on in Miami. Yeah. So uh, it's, i I got to give him credit. He, he, he I do love the overs, though. The over yeah. is kind of... Mm. All right, so there you go. You could just bet the over, and you won't feel bad because you're not really going against your team in that. I can't, I can't, I can't be caught on a recording. My father and my brothers will kill me. <laughs> I can't be caught on a recording taking the Dolphins. So I am just taking the over, 45 and a half. All right, Mark? I have no loyalty, so I'm going with the Vikings. You're going with the Vikings? Yeah, I do. I, I, I agree with uh, what Nick said. Third-string quarterback, that's going to be tough. I understand they're at home, and I know it will be loud, but uh, – I think the Vikings pulled this off, and I think it's by more than three. Let me tell you, I'm going to go ahead and upset alert here. Uh-oh. I don't, we need to get a sound effect for that. Here you go. I'm gonna I got you. it right I'm here. I'm going to help you out, not Nick. Gonna be able to do it. There That's you go. right. I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> I'm going to take the Dolphins. I will go take the three, but I'll also put money line on here, and this is why I think it's rally time. If you're yeah. the Dolphins, it's rally time. You're down two. Your third-string quarterback now has a week to prepare. If you just don't turn the ball over, I think the weather, home field advantage, and just slow the game down, you got a shot. Because Miami's defense is okay. I think Miami's defense has been run ragged here because they've been on the field a lot. So slow it down, run it a little bit. Tyreek on some end-around sweeps. you got to do some short stuff like that. And if you do that, Kirk Cousins folds like a, a cheap chair. <laughs> If you got to count on him to bring you back, he just doesn't seem to do it, especially on the road. And two, Minnesota's secondary, I mean, Justin Fields threw for 250 yards on him last week, and the Bears almost beat you at home. I am not impressed, even though I picked the Vikings to win the NFC North. They do not look like a great team to me. So I'll take the three, but I'll take Miami on the money line as well. I hope that's in your pick. I love it. I, right. Now I'm officially taking the Dolphins on the money line as well. You can you quote me. <laughs> me All right. The Bengals, uh, they're single-point favorite on the road at the Saints. They're both 2-3, and three, so this is a big game for both of them to stay kind of relevant here. 43-and-a-half is the over-under, Nick. What do you got? I actually kind of like the Saints 
I think they're going to run the ball. Like you said, their defense is good. Their place is really loud. Bengals' O-line is really bad. I think the Saints' D-line will get to them, have a bunch of sacks, maybe some turnovers. Uh, I definitely take the under in this game, um, but I'm, I'm going to take the Saints as a dog. All right, taking the Saints as a slight dog there. Mark, what do you like? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think the Saints are going to win this because of their defense, but because of their defense, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I would definitely go the under. And I don't play many over-unders, but I would definitely take the under here. So has anybody heard who's going to quarterback for the Saints? Is it going to be the Red Probably Rocket? Probably Andy Dalton. All right. Yeah, the Red Rocket. Against his former team. So guess what, baby? Whoop, 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 whoop. It's time for one of those get-even, get-back-right uh, games for Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah. still, I think he's still mad about that whole thing that went down in Cincinnati. I think he shows up and the team rallies around Andy Dalton and they end up beating the Bengals in a good game in the Dome. Uh, so, you know, one-point money line, you're probably not getting much of an odds boost that way anyway, but New Orleans, I think, wins the game outright uh, under that. The revenge game motive. All right. So if you're, uh, if you're a Bengals fan... Not going to be able to do it. Not that day, baby. All right, Baltimore Ravens. They're on the road, too. The Giants somehow are 4-1. and one, But the Ravens are five-point favorites on the road, 42-and-a-half there. Nick, what do you like? I like the over in this game. I think uh going to be a lot of points. Ravens' defense not that good. Giants are – I am not. I wouldn't call them a fraudulent 4-1 and one team. They've had a light schedule, but every game that they won, they deserve to be in. Saquon Barkley looks like it's the Saquon of old. Uh, they're playing smart football, not beating themselves. I take the Giants plus the points. Ra- Ravens are mistake prone, and they stall out when the game gets tight. Yeah. I, take the, I take the Giants. All right, Mark. Yep, I agree. I'm going Giants. Give me the five. I would. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens here. Good. Put that in your picks too. Uh, I don't feel that great about it. <laughs> I, I'll, nobody knows my pick six, but the Ravens won't be part of it. I'll give you that teaser. Huh. But what do the Ravens, what do they only do for the most part? Run the ball? Dallas beat the Giants based on Tony Pollard and Zeke both running the ball well. Mm-hmm. They, if there's one weakness to the whole Giants defense is the run game, and that's the, what Baltimore is probably the best in the league, maybe second only to San Francisco in doing. So I think that they wear the Giants down and slowly grind them out, and they end up winning by 10 points is what my feeling is. Although I'm not going to take 10, minus 10, on on this thing. So give me the Ravens. I'll lay the points. All right. All right. Tampa Bay. Here's a dysfunctional team a little bit. Minus 8. They're on the road to the Steelers. Who are more dysfunctional. Who are more dysfunctional. But that's (laughs) more due to just no QB right now. 43 and a half is the over-under. No T.J. Watt. Just the Steelers are defense is a different team without T.J. Watt. I think the Steelers are the worst team in football. Like, pretty them and the Panthers are pretty comfortably my two worst teams in football. I would probably take uh, Tampa Bay. I'd even take like a Tampa Bay alt line if you could get it. I think Tampa Bay rolls here. Yeah, Ooh, good deal, Mark. I agree. I go Tampa all the way. Pittsburgh. I think the only the only time Pittsburgh would make it a close game is playing Nebraska. There you go. <laughs> Playing Nebraska. Wow. Uh, well, the first home game for Kenny Pickett. I think that's going to juice him up. I think his uh, turnovers are going to be the difference in the game here. I'm actually going to say the Tampa Bay is going to struggle to cover this, but they will eventually. Oh they, they, just, they just got too much on both sides of the ball, especially defensively. 
And I don't see how the Steelers, to everyone's point on here, is going to eventually stop Tom Brady right. enough times in enough key spots to pull out the win here. But I think it's going to be a spirited kind of homecoming game for Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to put up some numbers. A lot of it may be in garbage time. Uh, but this game's going to be surprisingly closer, I think, than most are, are thinking. That, that's you. That's just me. We'll that see. is. We'll, we'll, we'll see you Monday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Carolina Panthers, speaking of these worst teams in football, well, they're getting 10.5 on the road to the Rams, who don't look very good either. The over-under here is 41, uh, so not very high either. Nick, where you land on this game? I like I like the over in this game, but I would take – I know I just said Carolina's the worst team. don't think the Rams are very good. I don't think the home field advantage is a thing. Uh, I think P.J. Walker is going to be an upgrade, a slight upgrade from Baker Mayfield, who I think is the worst starting quarterback in the league. <laughs> um, I'd take the 10.5. 10.5 is a little too much. I think they run the ball heavy this week. Fired coach spot, you know, just got let go of Matt Rule. Maybe the team shows up. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? I think it. I think that 10.5 is a lot of points. Boy, but they're playing at the Rams. I know there's no home field advantage, but... Uh, yeah. Carolinas did not oh. look good. Well, it might be home field advantage just for this team because I'm not sure there's a lot of Carolina Panthers out there either that's going to buy up a bunch of tickets out at SoFi. No, I agree, yeah. but uh, I'll take the Rams. and Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll lay those points down. I'll take them. Are you? Me trying to lay 10 and a half? Not going to be able to do it. Can't huh. do it. Right. Give me 10 and a half in the Panthers. Same thing. Uh, I think Walker actually is a better quarterback. Than Baker Mayfield, not by much, but better. I think now that the coach is fired, that whole team is kind of going to tighten up a bit and want to play some football because their jobs are next. Yeah. <laughs> Especially folks in contract years. A lot of Christian McCaffrey here. I think McCaffrey is going to get 30 touches, 30 to 35 touches in this game. Low mm. scoring, take Carolina. I think they may, uh, that half a point is probably going to save everybody. Rams probably win by 10. Wow, all right. Arizona Cardinals on the road to Seattle. Arizona 2-3, and three, so are the Seahawks. So this is kind of an elimination game, in my opinion, in that division. Uh, field goal favorites for the Cardinals over under 51 up there in uh, Seattle. What do you like, Nick? Um, I definitely like the under in this game. I think both offenses have been pretty good. The Cardinals don't score points in the first quarter. They have yet to register a, a first quarter points this season. Uh, I, I like... Um, I think Geno Smith's throwing the ball really well. I think the Seahawks good. They just lost Rashad Penny. He's out for the year. They're starting running back. I think their offense regressed a little bit. I definitely would take play the under here. Um, and then I'd probably lean Seahawks. I'll take the Seahawks as well. All right, Mark? I'm going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks as well. They're at home. That crowd makes a big difference when it comes to penalties. And I think the Cardinals are going to keep stepping over their own feet. All right, I do. I like it, too. Give me the field goal at home. Uh, I'll take the Seahawks as well, and I like the under call, too. It, it seems like Arizona's offense still has not clicked. Like, they should be, you would think, scoring 20 to 30 points a game, and they just struggle to get the 17. So there, there's something about that Cardinals offense that still doesn't look right even after five weeks. All right. Second best game on the day, in my opinion, but it yeah, will be a good one. It will be a good Buffalo one. Bills, 4-1. They're 3 point. Uh, favorites on the road to the Chiefs uh, over under a 54. I actually thought that one's going to be a little higher than I see. What do you like there, Nick? 
I, I, I like um, I like the Chiefs as a home dog. Mahomes is seven zero and one as against the spread as a as a dog, as a underdog. I love the over in this game. I know it's a high to point total, but both of these offenses are so fun to watch. I would take the Chiefs in the over. Chiefs and over, Mark. Yeah, I'll go Chiefs as well. Uh, you're given point. I'm going to get three points. I'll take it. So you both are on the Chiefs, huh? Yeah. Not going to be able to do it. Wow, look at you. I think the Bills have something to prove. Last year, kind of the embarrassment of having a uh, playoff game victory snatched from their... Uh, what, what's the only thing that hurt the Buffalo Bills last year in that playoff game? The Bills. The Bills' defense was so worn out, Tyreek Hill was catching everything. Guess who ain't there this year? Tyreek Hill. I think that does make a big difference against teams like the Buffalo Bills. That's like their Achilles heel where they, they have a fast, shifty, speedy guy that they got to send multiple dudes to try to chase around the field all game long, and it just wore them out last year. He's not there. I, I really think the Bills look the part this year. Uh, and I think they go into Arrowhead, and they, they're not going to dump truck them, I don't think, but I think they win comfortably. I think they win by a touchdown or a little more than that, to be honest. This will be a great game to watch. And I like the watch. over. And I, it will be a great game to watch. Yeah. Tell, me, tell me, Nick, you watch it. Do the Chiefs really look – they look like they're struggling with every facet of even beating teams. Like, they just cannot – last year it looks like they were beating the bad guys by 20 points, 17 to 20. Now they're struggling against the Raiders going down 17 nothing early. Try going down 17 nothing on the Bills. Uh, I, I agree. They have a propensity to slow start, but they're still 4-1. Played a tough tough schedule. I mean, they still have Travis Kelsey, who's incredible. Yeah, by and the Mahomes way. Is, in my opinion. By the way, if you're a defensive coordinator, can you not figure out to double-team Kelsey? Maybe after the second <laughs> touchdown of that game or the third touchdown of that game? Like, sneaky, how do you sneaky. let that guy always seem to be open and loose? Sneaky, sneaky. He, he's so nimble for someone his size. He blocks well. Completely football. Boy, <laughs> that guy's amazing. I don't know. I, I also think the Bills are banged up. Their, their secondary's a little banged up. They've been hurt. The Bills, I think, are a little overvalued. I don't think they should be a three-point favorite. If they were a dog in this situation, I would take them. But I, I don't I don't like going up. Arrowhead's a really tough place to play. It's really loud over there. Yeah, yep. it is. You're yep. right there. So, All right. All right. Uh, best game of the day. Uh. We'll see. Dallas Cowboys on the road. They're getting five points here, so the Eagles are favored. Uh, over under a 42, which that kind of does smell right to me. What do you, it, the line has gone down now to as much as six and a half if you're looking around, so there's still money pouring in on the Eagles. Are you an Eagles fly, Eagles buyer there, Nick, or what's going on there in that game? I actually like the Cowboys. I like them maybe even money line. I think their defensive line is what people don't understand is their defensive line is by far the best defensive line in football. They will get after you all day and they keep giving short fields better possessions for Cooper Rush he hasn't turned the ball over he hasn't been great either you know he's not pushing the ball down the field but I think the Cowboys eke this one out in a, like a late field goal I think the Eagles are 5-0 and they're a good team I'm not going to call them fraudulent but it's hard to win multiple games in a row I, I think they, they drop one here in a letdown spot I think the Cowboys all right, I think we just became best friends. Oh, gosh. Mark, Mark, what do you like in this game? All right, so. I know you're a Cowboys fan, too, just not as, I guess, 
That's a secret. Don't tell nobody. Oh, my bad. Okay, that's better. But I am going to go with the Cowboys because they're getting the five points. I don't think they win, but I think they cover. How's that for some peanut butter? No, to be honest with you, (laughs) as a Cowboys fan, that five points was music to my ears. Uh, I thought this game was going to be more like two and a half to three, Mm -hmm. something along that line. It's going to be a classic battle of a really good defensive front seven against supposedly one of the top two to three offensive lines in the entire league. And you got a mobile quarterback, which Dallas has not had to face yet. He had statuesque Tom Brady, statuesque Matt Stafford, statuesque uh, Carson Wentz, statuesque Joe Burrow. Like, a lot of Dallas's feasts have been on some of the worst offensive lines in the league so far. So I don't think it's going to come as easy as you have seen it the last two, three, four weeks. But that being said, in these rivalry games, they all tend to be close no matter how good or crappy these teams tend to be whenever they play. Uh, so, you know, I remember a year when the Giants were on their quest uh, in that last Super Bowl they won when they took down the New England Patriots to, to ruin their perfect season. Washington was a complete dumpster fire that year, and they struggled to, be, they struggled to beat them by a field goal in their own house. Like, these games, if you don't think they matter, at least to the fans, which they do, just think of the players. So that's a long way of saying you almost nailed what my thoughts are, Mark. Dallas plays well. I don't know that Cooper Rush, if you had to put it on him to have a game-winning drive in that kind of condition, is going to do it. And I think they fall just a little short, but cover the five. All right. And that pained me to say it. But then when they do win, you know, I'll be ready with all my gear on Monday. I know. Shirt popping. They win or cover by five. Shane wins. Shirt popping. All right. Monday, real quick, Nick. Denver Broncos not looking good with Russell Wilson here. They're at the Chargers. Uh, four, Five-point favorites are the Chargers. The over-under right now at 45-and-a-half for that Monday night tilt. What do you got? I've seen Denver so much because they've been so much prime time. And, God, it's so annoying. <laughs> I did – you can check my Twitter account. I swear to you, last Thursday I said – I would have fired Nathaniel Hackett that day. I think they're grossly underprepared. They make so many mistakes. Their offense isn't good. I don't think he's a particularly good coach. Now, it's a gross overreaction to say that he's gonna should be fired in five games. I just kind of seen this writing on the wall before. Quarterback guy that doesn't really make anyone better. I don't think they're a good team. I will continue to fade the Denver Broncos until they play somewhat decent football. Their defense is good, but their offense is terrible and brutal to watch. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Chargers. All right. Yeah, I agree. I, and think, I, t- I take the over as well. Yeah, okay. I think uh, I, I agree. Broncos paid way too much for a quarterback. But if you go all the way back when we were talking about how they were going to be for this year, their record for the year, I said he's still going to be running for his life. And that's what he's doing because their offensive line is horrible. You can't make a pass if no one's going to block and cover for you. So... I'm going Chargers. I think five yeah. is uh, light. It is light. I, I, I got the Chargers, too. I actually had the score where it's just going to barely go under because I'd, I'd have to hope the Broncos could score some points. I just haven't seen it. So I think this game's like 27 to 14, 27, 17, something along that line, and it just gets under because Denver won't do their part in scoring here. They just, for whatever reason, uh, have an allergic reaction to touchdowns <laughs> inside the red zone, and they just avoid it. 
So I agree. that's where I go right now. And plus, I don't know how well Russell Wilson's shoulder is. So I know this he is banged some- up. And their starting left tackle last week is out for the year. Garrett Bowles broke his leg on Thursday Night Football. Oh, yeah. So that's not good. And then I know this is somewhat of a Melvin Gordon revenge game in a way, but it's been so far removed that I don't think that they can he can do it anymore either. So there you are. There's your NFL uh, action for this weekend and our initial thoughts now. It's time to play the pick six game, right? It's the pick six time. All right, so yeah. all three of us, it's going to be the high riser, Nicholas, there in Miami uh, against uh, Mark and I here. Uh, just to remind you, Nick, that he beat one of us, which is probably <laughs> going to be Mark. Uh, you, <laughs> you win a $25 food company ever get down here. I'm sure it's going to be worth the foot plane ticket. Uh, if you beat both of us, it's $50 uh, in food comp. Plus, no matter what, just for appearing today, you're going to get that Odds Brothers T-shirt. Whenever they get done making them and deliver them here, we'll make sure we uh, FedEx one down to Miami. How about that? That's great, man. Thank you guys for having me. I've really enjoyed this. All right. So now, since you're the guest on here, you get the choice. Uh, When you want to go, we're going to give our six selections. And then when everybody gets done with their six, we'll go back and your your best bet out of those six we'll give uh, our listeners, our watchers, our viewers today, okay? So do you want to go first, second, or third in this rotation? I'll go third. All right, he wants to go I'd last. like to see where I stand. All right, Mark, <laughs> I always tell you about what, what, what do you want to go. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. You want to go first? Yeah, I guess so. All right, so let's get to it. Here is Mark's uh, pick six for the week. Okay, yippee ki yay. Let me make sure I get to the right spot here, typing stuff in. Yeah, everything's looking okay, except uh, kind of blocking. Here, let me move over a little bit. There we go. <laughs> All right. Let me scoot over so I'm not blocking my own picks. All right. I got to get uh, kind of multitasking here. Wait a minute. I know. Welcome I can't to my see my. I can't see my picks. Yeah, I can. All right. Well, I can see them, but I can't type them at the same time. Hmm. All right, well, it'll be a little slow on, on my end. <laughs> that's, not, that's not unusual, right? Yeah. All right, so for my first pick, is this my tab? Yeah, I'm going to go Falcons. You're going to go the Falcons. How are you going to take the five and a half yep. at home? All right. Whoops, plus five and a half on the Falcons. All right. I think that showed up. Did it show up? It did not. It didn't? Maybe I got too many spaces in there. How's that? Still negative, sir. Am I on mine? No, I'm on yours. Well, you got the Falcons. You're on mine. <laughs> it says money line mark. Oh, let's try this again. Uh, how's that? There, there we go. There you go. That's All money right. Marks. All right. He's taking the Falcons plus five and a half. All right. Then I'm going Green Bay Packers. You're going to go ahead and lay that touchdown. Like we discussed before, the you know they're they're due after getting beat by the Giants and getting embarrassed, and Aaron Rodgers pretty pissed off right now. I could see that that game's going to be well. Yeah, you know, in the Mister Rogers neighborhood. Right. And then a uh, fan of your own heart. Uh oh. Yeah, wait for it. Wait for it. I'm taking the New York Giants. No kidding. Plus five. So you're a believer. All right. I'm a believer. Hey, hey, I'm a believer. And then this should be no shock to you. Tampa Bay. Going to take Tampa Bay and lay those eight. That's a that's a scary number, that eight. But. Is it eight? Is that what we're at? Yeah, yes. eight. Okay. And then uh, we discussed this earlier, and you said you wouldn't touch it. But I'm going Rams at minus ten and a half. Is oh that what it goodness. is? Minus ten yes. and a half? Yeah. You're going to lay all those points. Huh? I am. All right. That's how confident I am. And then we're going to go Kansas City. Going to go Kansas City. 
Yep. They're going to go ahead, and you're going to take those uh, three points. Yeah, Which, I'm that, taking the three points, yeah. A, that might be a good one. Yeah. There you go. All right, so money line, uh, money line marks picks here. The Falcons, they're getting five and a half at home. Packers minus seven. The Giants plus five. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eight. The Rams, he's going to lay those ten and a half big points there in Kansas City. He's going to take the home team plus three. Wow. How about that, huh? Yeah, that was, that was a little difficult. All right, so I guess that would be my time now, right? Well, hang on a second, because I think you already had the Falcons. No, I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry up and erase that. That That's nothing I want to be a part of, all right? Yeah, 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 I got it off of there. All right, we ready to roll? I think so. You might have to scoot one way or the other. There you go. How about this? All right, that's perfect. All right, I'm going to take the 49ers. I like San Francisco. I'm going to lay the five and a half here. Uh, I think they grind Atlanta out, and the defense is good enough. With Marcus Mariota, they'll be lucky to score probably 17 points in the game if they're lucky. Uh, Go ahead. I like the Patriots. I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, three points on the road. Matter of fact, they may win outright, but uh, give me a field goal. The Browns look uh, pretty close to being implosionville here, waiting for Deshaun Watson in about another month and a half. Uh, I like the Colts. They get right. They owe Jacksonville a, a good one, and I think they win. I think they win by 7 to 10 points. They only have to lay two, so that's good for me. Uh, other pick, I like the Panthers. I'm going to take the 10 and a half, thinking that they at least buck up. They may not win the game, but I think they're all playing for their jobs at this point since their head coach lost theirs, and the quarterback's an actual upgrade, in my opinion, over Baker Mayfield. Uh, I like Seattle at home getting three points from the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Seattle can throw the ball well. They've been scoring well, and they've been close in every game so far. Had a legitimate shot to, believe it or not, be 5-0 and at this point. Yeah. You got me on the Seahawks? Yep. All right. And yep. last and not least, since I talked enough crap about it, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills minus the three on the road to the Chiefs. I think they are intense. I think they have a point to prove here. And it's the measuring stick to see actually where these two teams are because they'll probably meet again here in January to decide who goes to the Super Bowl. So give me the 49ers five and a half. Patriots, I'm getting three. Colts minus two. Panthers plus ten and a half. Seattle gets a field goal. And the Bills laying a field goal. And those are my top uh, pick six picks of the week. You ready uh, down there in Miami, Nick? I just have one question sure the, uh I'm, there's no there's no totals i could pick right no it's for a, one of my six nope we're just picking straight uh money or uh point spreads on the teams themselves all right so i'm gonna copy your first two i'll take the niners must and the the steelers uh i am gonna take the dolphins you have now bullied me into that yeah real quick so we know you said the 49ers and then your next one's gonna be who the Patriots. Patriots. And that, oh, Patriots. Okay. That I is thought. my game of the week. Pick okay. of the week. All right. I thought I heard so, some Steelers um, there for a I, second. I no, 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 no. Please don't give me the Steelers. Uh, um, I am going to take the Seahawks plus three. You like the Seahawks at home plus three? The Chiefs plus three at home. Hang on. <laughs> and give me the Cowboys plus six and a half. Oh, you only get five in this game, sir. Seahawks is... Uh, uh, okay, then give me the, the Cowboys five. All right. Plus five. 
49ers minus five and a half. Yeah, 49ers is minus five and a half. He Patriots. is Patriots. He's getting uh, three points. Uh-huh. Seahawks. Seahawks, he's getting three points. Okay, what was the next one? Uh, you say you like the Carolina game plus ten and a half? No, no. My picks were Kansas City, Dallas, um, Dolphins, Dolphins, Patriots, Niners. Okay, yeah, Dolphins. I missed that one. We talked you into that one. Yeah, Dolphins getting yeah, three points. Yeah, there you go. Chiefs getting a field goal as well, and Dallas is getting five. So and we'll get that one. Do going I pick next. another game or do we pick five games? Now you got six games here. You got 49ers, you got Patriots, you got Seahawks, Chiefs, Dallas, and Dolphins. Perfect. All right. And we already know since we're on you already, you say that your bet of the week is going to be the Patriots plus that three, right? Yes, sir. All right. All right, so that's uh, that's Nick's favorite uh, best bet of the week. Mark, you got anything going for you? I do. Let me uh, pop this one off here and uh, see if I can pull mine up and actually type into mine this time. That'd be nice. <laughs> I do. I think you'll love it. I think you'll just love it, Paul. All right, you got your best bet going, right? That's what I'm talking. Okay. Talking right. Right, yeah. Do you see it? Do you see it yet? Do you see the asterisk? There you go. He's Tampa. taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as his favorite uh, or his lock of the week, if you will. That's right. Playing the eight on the road to the Steelers, which is probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my end, let's put mine up there so everybody could uh, recognize it. Actually, I like, out of all those things, go ahead and give me the Colts as my best bet plus or minus two. The Colts. I think that they owe him one. Now their offense is kind of sucky, uh, has been all year. But Jacksonville last week, uh, the way they played against Houston, this may be a a recency biased pick, but I like the Colts as my favorite one. And uh, Nick already had his. He said he was going to do the uh, New England Patriots. Yep, yep. All right, so that's the best bets of the week. And you, you got them up there? Which one? You want Nick's? Sure. Yeah, just show them real quick. There you go. There you go. So there's his. Yep. All right. There, are. there they are. Uh, there's our current leaderboard as we stand. All right. So taking a look at the uh, current leaderboard, uh, average Joe's a 17 points so far through the weeks. I'm at 14 and a half. Mark is his uh, five weeks. He's got two points every week. Two points. And Nick, you don't have a high bar. Last time we had somebody on here, oddly enough, also named Nick, uh, <laughs> he got two points. He just got two games right. But one of them was the Eagles game. So. Yeah, so let you know. in his defense, okay. he liked the Monday night games. Unfortunately, we weren't playing Monday night games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We uh, we just got to beat two points. We you just got to beat two points. Basically, that's it. That's right. Yeah, we appreciate you being on the show with us uh, this week, and uh, good luck to you in the picks. And thanks for uh, letting us at least see what paradise kind of looks like every once in a while. <laughs> I know I've been stuck in this room. I'm about to go to the beach now. Oh, uh, I'm Lord. I'm sorry. Uh, Thank you for the time, though. I really enjoyed uh, working with you guys. That right. was a lot of fun. We appreciate it. All a right. lot of fun. Take care. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, so there we go, guys. It's a uh, interesting pick six, I would say, at the very least. Very, yes. Yeah, that's right. So in that, in that stance, uh, we got a promotion ready to roll, don't we? We do. Yes, we do. All we right. have a... Uh, uh, hmm. What the heck is that all about? Well, here, let me get that off of there. There you go. We love the green. Go big green. Anyway, so 
this coming game is the uh, our promotion is earn a $25 free bet. Earn a $20, $25 free bet on Dallas, on the Dallas and Philadelphia game starting on October 14th up until kickoff. Place a single, does it say 50 Yeah, $50, $50 per match wager with odds of minus 250 or greater on the Dallas versus Philadelphia game and earn a $25 free bet win or lose. Right, so we want some action that? on the game. So $50 or more on any pre-match wager, so no in-game play. No. And then no matter what the no result. Matter what. Yeah, no matter what the result of that is, you're going to get a $25 free bet, win or lose. Yeah, that's awesome. So if the game itself wasn't enough to watch, now right. you got some action on it and a free bet to go with them. If you listen to our picks and take Dallas with the five and a half, you're going to be a winner there. And then on top of that, we're just going to give you another $25 and a free bet. Just what, for making the bet. What more do you need? That's what I'm saying. So That's awesome. All right, everybody. Is that going to wrap things up? Or I think so. Else? No, I, that's, all I, that's all I've got. Uh, I, I think it's awesome that our uh, uh, average Joe couldn't attend today because now that gives, well, not me. Well, maybe. I might pull something out. You'll never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. But that gives, that gives the Oz Brothers a chance to climb back up on that ladder. But we do have another guest slated next week. We'll see if that person shows. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. All right. Until then, uh, keep in mind, we are powered by the Bentley Sportsbook app. Uh, you can join us live on Mondays and Fridays around lunchtime, and you can see the show being taped. If not, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, we'd really appreciate the like and subscribe stuff. Yes. You know, usually down here somewhere. Click up there back there and just kind of up here somewhere. It's up there. Live subscribe, ring the bell. I think that's the other thing they say. Like ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that way you'll get notified when these things get put up. That's right. You know, we can get uh, maybe we can get up to twenties and twenties of views. That's the goal. <laughs> that, that way we can eat. Yeah. All right. So on behalf of Moneyline Mark, this has been Point Spread Shane. Thanks for listening and watching the Odds Brothers. We will see you Monday for our recap show. Hopefully, Mark will do better than the two points, and hopefully, <laughs> the pros still keep beating those Joes. That's right. All right, we are out. Peace. See Thank you for listening to the Odds Brothers Podcast. Are you not entertained? Presented by the Betley Sportsbook. Hey, you want to make $14 the hard way? Place your sports bets here from inside Southland Casino or from anywhere in Arkansas at southland.betley.com. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Be sure to follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and coming soon to YouTube. Keep in mind, in Arkansas, you must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Please play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700.